Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 282, recorded live on Sunday, November 18th, 2012. And here are your hosts, the man who wanted to go to the zoo today, Dave Pillay. Hey! I didn't mean for that to rhyme. Anyway, the man who hasn't been to the zoo since... Well, a long time. Andy Lowe, hi. Zoo is pretty fun, actually. I'd, I'd recommend if you get a chance. Last time I went to a zoo, Mo was still in Cleveland. I mean, that was a year ago, Andy. True. Zoo. Fun. We, we, they, the Wisconsin Zoo, rather, the Madison Zoo, uh, is free. Oh. Well, and so good. you'd think, like, oh, well, free zoo, la-di-da, what do they have, like, dogs and cats? So, like, no, they, they have... <laughs> Lions and tigers and bears. Not going to do it. I kind of was hoping you would. Um, <laughs> I know. When you set it up like that, yeah, I know. it's that apparent. Both grizzly and polar, by the way. Mm. And, and they have two lions and they have a tiger. And they're next to each other. Like, they can't see each other. They're in kind of open areas behind a fence, but it's open. They have space to move. And and so the lion will start going like, and then the tiger from the other paddock area will just go like, and the the lion shushes. Tigers are beasts. Yes, I can see that. They are huge and fuzzy, and it was laying in the sun, and I wanted kind of to go over and cuddle with it, but that would not have ended well. Nope, not at all. No. But yeah, we went to the zoo. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Saw the otters. Were they chasing a butterfly? They were not chasing a butterfly. They were swimming. Mm. I have pictures of them. In fact, I have a video of otters swimming with little kids screaming. Yeah, the last time we went to the zoo was spring break when we went to Cleveland. Kate would know what year that was. Come on. I don't know why. My computer's just been slow today. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, that was the last time I went to a zoo. It was quite humorous because it had snowed just recently. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, Kate just asked when or which time I went to Cleveland. Um, and so it was interesting to watch some of the animals out in the snow that you would not expect to have snow, like elephants and lions and hippopotamus. Hippopotami? Hippopotami. Hippopotami. Yes. Seeing them in the snow in Cleveland was humorous. Yeah. Well, from from what I've been told, a lot of times big cats like lions actually really enjoy the snow. Huh. Yeah, there wasn't many people there either. And so the um, guy who was in charge of the koalas yeah. really wanted to talk to somebody, it seems. <laughs> He's like, I'm bored. I hang out with koalas all day. Especially since they the do koala- nothing but <laughs> climb trees and eat. They, well, they were sleeping at the time, so I'm guessing he was just sitting there. Was it? I think it's it's like all koalas have the clap. Chlamydia. Is it chlamydia? Yes. Okay, and the we clap talked is about that many, many moons ago. <laughs> like all koalas have chlamydia. Yep, makes you think. It's fine. Evidently, prairie dogs have the black plague. Mm. So says a sign in South Dakota. Uh, closest Kate can get to it is before 2008. Okay. It's the last time you were at a zoo. Yes. You should go to a zoo. Yeah, there's one in Battle Creek. They always see the billboards for, but I've never gone to. You could come out here and go to our zoo. 
Yes, but that would involve coming out there. Yes. It's a fun zoo, though. Mm. They had red pandas. Binder Park Zoo was a 433-acre zoo that opened in 1977 near Battle Creek, Michigan. It's Dude, one of the largest I, zoos I, I'll in Michigan. I'll say that again, Andy. They have red pandas. Which look a lot like uh, raccoons. They're actually related to raccoons. Oh. Which means they are smart and clever and really adorable. Hmm. And polar bears. Yes. Well, polar bear. They have a polar bear, singular. Oh. The polar bear looked today like it was doing the best out of most of the animals. It was actually pretty warm over here. It was in the, the mid-50s. Uh, the, the badger has prepared for, like, hibernation, though. It is large and white mm. and was digging... <gasps> What? What? There is a wild Africa section of the Binder Park Zoo, and you can um, buy romaine lettuce leaves to feed to the giraffes. Eh. You can feed a giraffe. They're smelly. How often can you say, yes, I fed a giraffe today? I mean, how often do you want to go to the zoo? (laughs) True. There there are two giraffes at the zoo out here. You can't feed them romaine lettuce, but why would you want to? Ah, ah, I hate websites that automatically start playing a video with the sound turned up like it's... Oh, that was loud. Oh, doing that for April Fool's. Please don't. <laughs> that's a tooth... That's, okay, so I hate when websites do that, but also... It's normally when I play the Xbox, I play with the headphones on. Yes. And so normally I have the sound turned all the way down. Mm-hmm. Like I'm playing Assassin's Creed, everything's on level one. The only problem is... That's saved under my profile. So when the game first starts, and you know how you get those little splash screens in the beginning? It's loud. It's at full frickin' volume, and it's loud. Andy? I know. I've now learned to not put my headphones on until my profile has loaded. Yeah, I mean, like, I was going to say that right now, and this is the first I've heard of it. So how long did it take you to come to that conclusion? Longer than it should have. Okay, just making sure. So, um, Thanksgiving's coming up. It is. You're not going to make it. Nope. Uh, that is disappointing, but understandable. I have to work. You're, I, yes, a job comes first. I, no, no, I, no. As, but what? I found out yeah. on Friday afternoon yeah. that I have to work Wednesday and Friday and Saturday. Okay. I found out on Friday afternoon. Okay. That's not much of a heads up for, you know... A holiday weekend. Where it was just I mean, a, you knew that you were going to be working, didn't you? Well, I knew originally that I was going to be doing Saturday, and they're like, okay, um, you're going to be doing Friday and Saturday. I'm like, okay, and then that was the plan for a couple of weeks, then all of a sudden Friday, it's like, oh yeah, add Wednesday onto that as well. Okay. Gee, thanks for letting me know. Yep. I'm really starting to get displeased with this postal office job. Well, keep looking. I know. It's a job, though. I know. It's paying the bills. Yep. It's just getting really annoying. I mean, well, is it really paying the bills, or is it just supplemental income at this point? Well, the amount of hours that I'm doing now, it's actually paying the bills. Oh, well, but, okay, cool. Good job for paying bills. Paying bills is good. Yes, but it's crazy. Yes. What they need to do... Well, okay, so let's put it this way. There's route on Friday that I was doing. I was doing the same route Friday and Saturday. Friday... There was, like, nothing. I got there. I got out the door at, like, 10.30 in the morning. No problem. Got done at, like, 4 or something. It was easy breezy. The next day, there was so much crap. I didn't get out of the... I came in the office at the same time. Didn't get out until 12.30. Had to have somebody else cut off part of my route. And still, 
didn't finish until like five o'clock. They, it just feels like they should have some sort of buffer in the mail system to try and even out the amount of mail that Heavy goes days out every versus, day. Well, but Andy, the, the purpose isn't to get it out there most efficiently. The purpose is to get it out there fastest. I know. And then because of that, you get days where there's nothing. You get days like, wha-bam. Yeah, well, because people want their mail. And the post office has said, we will get it there as quickly as we can. I know. I still don't like it. <laughs> You like it fine when you're on the other end of it. I know. I mean, come on, you're waiting for a package, and oh, nope, sorry. There was too much mail today. Your package will come tomorrow when there's less mail. True. You would throw a hissy fit, and rightly so. Okay, so I'd say a majority of our mail are magazines and catalogs. Oh, yeah. Do you really need to get that Cabela's catalog today or tomorrow? I mean, I really don't need the Cabela's catalog, period. Yeah, that's... That's where I'm thinking the problem is going to be, is people our age don't really order catalogs. I mean, I check my mail like three times a week. Unless I know I'm, I'm waiting for a package, in which case I might check it more. So, anyway, so Thanksgiving's coming up. Yes. Which means Black Friday's coming up, oh, which God. is starting on Thursday. Yep, 8 o'clock Thursday. I think there's some places opening at 7 o'clock on Thursday. Uh, Walmart and Kmart and Toys R Us and Sears uh, are opening at 8 p.m. on Thursday. Isn't Target at 7? Target is at 9. Target's at 9. So Target will at least give you a chance to eat dinner. Yes. Although not if you're going to have to go and stand in line. Yeah. Because you need to stand in line for at least two hours, maybe three at Target, to be anywhere near the front to have a shot. I mean, you could always do what I've done this year. What? I had Thanksgiving last night. That is true. Nobody says Thanksgiving. Well, the calendar officially <laughs> says that. The calendar, the law. <laughs> no one says you have to celebrate Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving. True. I, you know, we've always done second Thanksgiving a couple days after. True. In fact, two days after, because it's always on the Saturday after Thanksgiving. And now I'm starting a pre-Thanksgiving. Before you head back to uh Yeah, Michigan. well, so remember the, the, the reasoning behind second Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is for the family. Yep. Second Thanksgiving is for the friends. Yes. Everyone who's back in town, everyone who's free, everyone who's available, you get to hang out together. Well, I have a new set of friends now. In additional, I should say. It's not a new set. It is an additional set of friends. So I want to have Thanksgiving dinner with them. Well, I can't bring them all back to Ann Arbor. They're going home for Thanksgiving. Yeah. So we had pre-Thanksgiving. Hmm. You're just going to turn Thanksgiving into like a month-long adventure at some point. November. <laughs> Which is good because it keeps on getting swallowed up between Chris- or Halloween and Christmas. Yep. Yep, Hence yep, yep. why Christmas shopping is now starting my, on Thursday. Thursday. My neighbors have a wreath up. They've what? had one up for two weeks now. You see, there's a reason why I don't start playing our Christmas closing theme until after Thanksgiving. I appreciate that. I really need to think of a Thanksgiving theme because October is the Halloween theme and then December is the Christmas theme. Hey, we have a, a Halloween theme? Yes. I really need to listen to this show sometimes. <laughs> Andy goes and just does things with the podcast when we finish recording it. And from that point, I'm kind of hands off. You don't even pay attention. So I could just, I could, re- instead of playing the podcast, just get an hour of me just repeating, David sucks, David sucks, David sucks, I, and just put and it for I'd an hour. People, oh yeah, no, we run a podcast. You should listen to it. <laughs> it's about sucks. tech and news and all this, you know, like video games, sports, whatever. You know, it's the Random Access Podcast. It's whatever we feel like talking about. <laughs> 
Now I've decided to talk about how David sucks. Yeah, I, I think someone would let me know. You would think. I do have people who listen to this podcast. True. I, I think one of them might, you know, be like, Dave, you really should listen to this episode. <laughs> like, why? What's going on? Like, Dave, just trust me. Go and, go and listen to it. Okay. The fuck, Andy? <laughs> Change the passwords. So. Remove your access to the FTP. So, guess what I learned this week? What? Well, we were talking with, I was talking with some friends about uh, Star Wars Episode Seven. Yes. And about, hey, could we get like, you know, Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford to go in and act in this? Would they look appropriate, right? If they said it X number of years, if, if the new movies took place like 30 years later, could they bring back the original characters? Okay. So it was concluded Harrison Ford and Billy D. Williams could, uh, 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 um, who else could? We came up with a couple people. Alec Guinness, for obvious reasons, cannot. <laughs> Carrie Fisher, not so much. Um, Mark Hamill, not so much. Well, Mark Hamill looks like he could, but I have a feeling you'd have to, like, cut off his arm to make him do it. Rather, threaten to cut off his arm. I was gonna, I thought you were gonna say you was gonna cut off his hand. No, no, we'll go with the whole arm. (laughs) No, come on. James Earl Jones definitely can. I mean, he's still performing. I think he's actually on Broadway right now. Uh, he was doing, um, he was doing Driving with Davies Z, and then he did something else instead. And so I started wondering, like, I, I looked up what Harrison Ford is doing. Do you know what Harrison Ford is doing? What? Harrison Ford is Colonel Hiram Graff in Ender's Game. What? Which, right away, first I was like, okay, that's an interesting choice of casting. Wait, what the fuck? They're making Ender's Game. There's huh. an Ender's Game movie coming out next year. I did not know about that. It's in post-production, which means it's recorded. Like, they're done acting. Huh, that is going to be interesting. Yeah, especially with Harrison Ford playing Hiram Graff and Ben Kingsley playing Mazer Rackham. I really need to read Ender's Game. You do. It's really good, Andy. I'm actually... So I started... I've, you know what we should do next time, next year? We What's should that? do your, your little spreadsheet for books yeah. over again. And, and this time actually update it, because I haven't. You haven't? Well, I, we've been updating. Okay. Well, I'm glad some people have. I need to like find out some way to mark being like, stopped updating. Well, that, and also you should put dates in, like when okay. somebody started to read and when somebody stopped, because I read the Harry Potter books over again. Yeah. And like I say, if I enjoy a book, you I devour it. it. Like it, it, it's destroyed after I, it's just flipping through pages like nobody's okay. business. Yeah. I'm already near the very end of book seven. And I swear I started like a week, two weeks ago, something like I that. I think that's, that's about right. You can knock those out in a day, day and a half each. The 700-page books near the end? Yeah. I think I did book seven in under 30 hours the first time I read it. I know I did book five in basically uh, two days. Mm-hmm. And that's not 30 hours of reading, I should no. clarify. It was 30 hours from opening the book to finishing it. Mm. So speaking of movie news... Ben Kingsley is doing a lot. Ben Kingsley has always done a lot. Yeah, but like he has one, two, three, four movies in post and four movies in pre. So he's involved in eight movies that come out next year. All right, so I'm going through a list of interesting movies that are going to be coming out next year. Yeah. I'm actually looking forward to some of these. Well, the Sin City sequel is coming out. The Hobbit number two is coming out next year because Hobbit number one comes out this year. Right. The Wolverine. World War Z. Die Hard. I don't even know. Die Hard 5. Uh-huh. Let's see. Because it was Skyscraper, Airport, New York City. 
How about Finding Nemo July 4th? Andy. Yeah, it's going to be Die Hard 5. Andy. Yeah. Finding Nemo 3D. Thoughts, opinions? You know my thoughts on 3D. Yes, I know that you also haven't actually seen like movies that were really designed for 3D and not just, oh, well, let's add 3D as a gimmick. Still then, I still don't feel like it will really add anything to it. Okay. Oh, yeah, Superman's coming out next year. Lone Ranger. The Kane and Lynch movie. Huh, that should be interesting. RoboCop, Mad Max, Evil Dead. Hmm. But yeah, I'm not a fan of 3D. I'm a fan of Pixar. Don't get me wrong on that. Mm-hmm. Great Gatsby. Really? Ender's Game, Smurfs 2. Anchorman. What? God yeah. damn it. Oh yeah, the Pacific Rim movie should be coming I, out. See, here's the thing. I think Will Ferrell actually is very funny, except when he's playing Will Ferrell. And Anchorman is is him playing himself, and I really don't like that. Mm. Oh yeah, Thor. Oh, the world's yeah, end Thor. should be interesting. And Ender's Game. Ender's Game! I'm not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> well, what would you think of Tom Hardy, you know, Bane, for playing Sam Fisher? Um, I've never played any of those Splinter Cell games. You've never played any of the Splinter Cell games? I, I never played any of the Splinter Cell games. I know who Sam Fisher is in the sense that he's the main character of Splinter Cell, and that's about it. Well, he's normally voiced by Michael Ironside. Okay. So, he, in my head, from the entire series, I'm not sure if the new one coming out, if he's still going to be with Michael Ironsides or not. I forgot if the, he's left or not. But for most of the series, it's been Michael Ironsides doing the voice. So all of a sudden, I'm going to have to drop my mental image of that grovelly voice and then get Tom Hardy instead. With his? Well, not only that, but he's going to have that his accent. Sam Fisher is supposed to be as American as you know apple what? pie. Andy, yeah? you'll live. I know. Plus, the um, movie doesn't have a studio associated with it yet. So who knows if this is actually <laughs> going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't spend too much time worrying about it. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Just like Ender's Game. Yeah. Harrison Ford and Ben Kingsley. Oh, so old news. They're not cheap names, by the way. No, no they're not. Like, they, they cost a fair amount. Asa Butterfield is Ender. Asa? Oh. So, this is slightly old news. Yep. But um, Gabe Newell's birthday. Yeah. Was on November third. He was he he was given a gift. Yeah, actually, did you, did you hear how the gift was given to him? It was in a crate. Yeah, it was in a Manco crate, like and an he actual had to purchase physics. a key. Yeah, for two fifty, just like TF two, which I thought was clever and cute, and also I'm very surprised that he had two fifty in cash on him. <laughs> like this, this is a guy who legitimately could say like, "What does a quarter look like?" Yeah, because he probably never has to deal with them. No. But I love that after this, they, they just show up on his birthday, he goes and opens the crate, and then sits down with them for 52 minutes and answers their questions. But he starts out saying, he's like, okay, what do you want to know that's not Half-Life 3? <laughs> that's how he started. He sat, everybody sat down, and he's like, okay, let's do a little Q&A. What do you want to know that's not Half-Life 3? Team Fortress 3, Go. <laughs> So something that came out of this is the fact that Valve is working on a new source engine. I think we claimed that, like, we, we already stated that, didn't we? I don't know. Did we state that a couple of weeks ago? We might have. I remember saying something along the lines of one of the reasons they're not going to announce Half-Life 3 is they're going to wait for the next version of the engine. Oh, well, they've been working on it for a while. Yeah, well, they're going to... Andy, I... I 
dinner again. Here we go. Let's mark this down somewhere. I have a notepad here. I'm marking this down. Notepad, pen, dinner with Andy. I'm saying when Source 3 comes out, or whatever the next version is called, the next version of Source, it's gonna it be will Source be released. Two. Will it be Source 2? Yes. Source 2 will have Half-Life 3. Not even Half-Life 2 Episode 3? Would we? Would you be willing to exchange them as equivalent? Yeah, they're pretty much equivalent at this okay. point. So Source 2 will have Half-Life 3 as a launch title. Okay, I'll agree to that. Okay, marking this down, it is 11-18-2012. Do I need to send a virtual signature to you or something? No, I'm, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> I have my look. This is going to be my sticky pad of bets with Andy. <laughs> what I need someone to come and tell me what else I bet you. Let's well, there's see. the Blu-ray on the next 360. Yeah, which as more and more rumors slip out, looking like I'm going to win that one. Yeah, I think we're going to put a Blu-ray player on our Christmas wish list this year. Really? Yeah, we don't have one yet. Neither do we. I'm debating on spending the 200 and whatever dollars on a PS3. Well, it's it's a Blu-ray player plus. Yeah, right. The thing is, Sony's going to announce next year what the the next PS is going to be, or it's going to start leaking. Let's just put it this way: if you're always waiting for the next version, you're not going to actually get anything. True. There's a time to fish, and there's a time to sit and cut bait. But if I'm sitting here and waiting, and then I go and buy the PS3, and then they announce the PS4 will have full backwards compatibility to PS1 and 2, because, you know, that's going to happen. Are you really going to sit down and play old PS1 games? Uh Uh-huh. Some of those old, well, PS2. Or PS1. I've got some really good Final Fantasies. The only PS1 game that I want to play is the original Metal Gear Solid. Omega which Boost. I, which I actually own on the PS1 disc. Did you I, ever play Omega Boost? No. That was a really good game. I need to get the... No, I don't need to get the PS2 out of the basement. That's, no, you do not need to get the PS2 no. out of the basement. It's a lot better things that I could be doing. Yeah, like reading Ender's Game. <laughs> Let me finish. Ready Player One. Harry Potter. And then we'll start going from there. Playing Civilization Five. Playing any number of games with me. So speaking of video games, you know how he's talked about how Zenga, everybody's leaving? Yeah. Their CEO has left, their CTO has left, their CMO and, and CRO. And their stock is down to like record lows? C, let's see. CCO, CTO, CMO, CRO, CSO, COO have already all left. Okay, so right there, can I stop? I, I can tell you what part of the problem is already. <laughs> like just from that, I can already tell you. They have far too much of a corporate structure and not enough actual product. <laughs> I don't even know what half of the... Okay, so there, there's the, the CEO... Chief Executive Officer. Yeah, it's Mark... No, what's, I don't even remember the CEO's name. Oh. But then um, CCO, what the hell is a CCO? Could be Chief... Communications, Communications Officer? Or Chief Corporate. Who sent me Orcs Must Die too? Who the heck was it? There's like a COO, Chief Operating Officer. CTO is probably Chief Technology Operator. Uh, officer, uh, but yeah. Officer. Uh, CMO is Chief Marketing Officer, I'm guessing. Could be, because it's uh, certainly not a hospital, so it's not Chief Medical Officer. <laughs> CRO. Chief Revenue? No, that's silly. 
Let's see, CRO acronyms and abbreviations. Chief Risk, Risk officer? officer. What the hell is that? Could we, wait, wait. There's two other ones. There's Chief Research Officer. That Chief might be Structuring Officer. Which, hey, for Zynga, not a bad idea. <laughs> and then the CSO. Chief Security Officer? Maybe. Chief Stock Officer? I don't know. But anyway, now their CFO, which is their Chief Financial Officer, has left as well. Oh, dear. He's left for Facebook. The company's CAO, which is their Chief Accounting Officer, is going to replace him. Okay. But you look at this and you're like, A, everybody's leaving. Sinking ship. There's a lot of C names. CXO level. Yeah, CXO titles. There's there's too many. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the amount of stuff that Zenga does, you don't need that many people. There was a lot of people, I'm guessing, who got C titles and stock options when they went public. And and now everybody's like, everybody took their money and ran. Yep. They are so screwed. It's so terrible. Like, I feel bad for people who work there. Could you imagine trying to stick it out and be like, I have this job, I'm supporting my family, and the entire executive level is fleeing? Yeah. Well, we're at it. What is Zenga's stock at? $2.21. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, side note, did you hear that uh, GameStop uh, lost a whole bunch of money the last quarter? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just had their stock call like two days ago. Yeah. Yeah, you know what's really funny, though? What? Look at their stock. Hold on, let me GameStop into... GME. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. So for those of you who don't have, like, instant... I don't even know what the... the, It's not like... Clairvoyance, I guess. Uh, GameStop stock is up 4.2% from Friday. This is what I don't understand. They called and said that they had lost money, and the stock goes up. (laughs) The stock actually goes up a lot. Uh, I don't understand financial people. Look over the past three months. Three months ago, the stock was down at $18.57. It's now $25. This makes no sense. Andy, what season are we walking into? The holiday season. When does GameStop sell incredible amounts of things? The holiday season. True. Okay. They're also paying out dividends. Ah, people want the money. People want money. $25. Holy crap. That's actually... Uh, I could, mm. <laughs> I'm going to hold on to it for a little longer. <laughs> so speaking about jobs... Yeah. Adam Sessler's got a new one. Oh, good for him. Because, you know, G4 certainly isn't working. <laughs> no. <laughs> he left that, then G4 goes down the tube. Right. Did he know about it ahead we're of going, time? We're going down the tube before he left. Yeah. But he's going to work now at Revision 3. Oh, who, wait, I know who owns that. Shit, who's in charge of Revision 3? I'll give you a hint. Give me a big hint. Dig. Okay, I don't remember that. You don't remember Dig? Remember Dig. I don't remember who owned Dig and who founded Dig. Oh, it was originally uh, it Kevin Rose who started it, Revision 3. Mm, no, yeah, Jay, Kev- David Prigger. Jay, David, and Kevin Rose started oh, Revision Kevin 3. Rose. Okay. Kevin Rose, that's the name I'm familiar with because he was on Twit all the time. Yeah. Uh, there he is. And he Kevin was the screensavers. Yeah. Okay, so he's on Revision 3. Wasn't Revision 3, like, stupid, though? I mean, has it actually been doing anything? I don't know. They've got Techzilla. They've got the Totally Rad Show. They've got Destructoid. I think it's just a front. Okay. 
Well, good for Adam Sessler. Yeah, he's got a new job, so... Huzzah. Good for him. His blog post um, talked a lot about him not wearing pants. Go, Adam Sessler. Yay, Adam Sessler. Okay. Tell me about ZD, Andy, while we're talking about odd tech companies. Yeah, ZD, which used to be... Ziff Davis. Yeah, and it owned Electric Gaming Monthly, Computer Gaming World, Gaming for Windows, GameSpot, uh, 1UP. Selling off some of that, too. Yeah, they sold off 1UP and Game Videos to Hearst. Okay. And then Hearst uh, sold 1UP to IGN, which IGN might be for sale if uh, News Corp can find an owner. Yep. So anyway, so the rest of ZD was bought by J2 Global. They're a provider of business cloud services, which you look at Ziff Davis and you're like, uh, what? How does fit into the other? <laughs> this does not seem like a good pairing. Well, they believe that the Ziff Davis properties, so like PCMag, Computer Shopper, Extreme Tech, Toolbox, and Geek.com, will automatically start making money and will earn about $60 million for the company in 2013. So I'm thinking this is just like J2, I guess, had some money. It was like, hmm. It's like, what can we buy with $167 million? Yeah. <sighs> you can buy Ziff Davis, evidently. <laughs> What would you buy with a hundred? If I gave you a hundred and fifty million dollars, Andy, what would you go and buy? Um, CDs, treasury bills, maybe some stock, but not a whole company. No. Okay. I just some of this is is so interesting to me because you know, they spend a hundred and sixty-seven million to buy Ziff Davis, which is not a small name, right? No. How much did Disney just spend on Star Wars? <laughs> Billions. Four billion dollars. This is a drop in the bucket for them. Big companies are big. Big companies are huge. Like, what would it would it hurt Google to purchase Ziff Davis? <laughs> like, it wouldn't make any sense for them to do it, but they could. They just were like, yeah, let's buy that. Okay, hundred and sixty-seven million is pocket change to some of these companies. Well, just like look at the market capitalization. Who are the the biggest market capitalization companies? Um, there used to be a list on Wikipedia. I just didn't remember how to find it. Is it under business valuation? I don't know. I'll have to look that up either. But it's like things. There are companies that are just huge. Most of them are petroleum companies yes. or Nestle. Wait, Nestle has a lot of money. Or Nest Nestle? No, yeah, that's Nestle. That's Nestle, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> Nestle. Market capitalization for Nestle. $224.1 billion. It's a lot of money. Yep. Next closest would be Procter & Gamble at $179.34 billion. That's also a lot of money. Yeah. Where? Well, Procter & Gamble from everything and Nestle from actually everything. Yeah. God damn. All right. Let's Moving talk about something that's not... Um, companies purchasing other companies? Yes. Uh, okay. Scrabble. <laughs> okay. Scrabble isn't a company purchasing another company. No, because they're owned by Hasbro. It's been out there for a while. Yep. Andy, I'd like to introduce you to the world's most advanced Scrabble set. You mean it's not Words with Friends, the board game? No, no, no. This is Scrabble, official Scrabble. Okay. So it's the board, which is, what, like uh, 16 by 16? I think it's 15 is it, by is it, 15. Is it 15 by 15? Yeah. Okay, 15 so by 15, 15 by 15 board, 225 squares. Each one of them 
yeah. is a full little OLED. Oh, jeez. I think maybe not. Oh, no, it doesn't look like it is. That would have been cool if it were. Um, so <laughs> the board is basically backlit. It's beautiful. And all of the tiles have RFID tags in them. So the board can do the rules? Yeah, the board actually knows what is placed on it. I'm looking at this Scrabble board, and I'm noticing that the three words that have been played are all illegal to use in Scrabble because they're all proper. Well, one of them is an acronym, and two uh, of them uh, are uh, proper uh, nouns. Uh, no, Andy. We talked about this. Don't you remember? That the fact that there was a version of Scrabble where you were allowed to use proper nouns, but still during Scrabble tournaments you are not? According to World Scrabble rules, proper nouns are okay. I thought the World Scrabble said they weren't. I could be wrong. Scrabble had talked about doing a version that had proper nouns that were allowed words, but the international tournaments, I thought, did not allow proper nouns. I could be wrong. The Prague's Mind Sports Festival, however, let's find out. Maybe we can see... No bad auto videos. Wow, Scrabble, League of Legends, and Counter-Strike all at the same festival. How is Counter-Strike a mind sport? <laughs> I'm, I'm a little confused. Wait a minute. I'm not sure how that works. About the festival. Nope, FAQ. There's a poker festival at the same time. Words that are hyphenated, capitalized, or prophesized are not allowed. Okay. Don't try and get me on Scrabble rules. I actually own a Scrabble dictionary. The Prague Mind Sports Festival is the inaugural event that will combine bridge, backgammon, poker, Scrabble, Risk, and even the global esports phenomenons League of Legends and Counter-Strike Global Offensive. So you have to be really good at... It's like a freaking Omegathon. Risk? <laughs> backgammon? <laughs> I'm sorry, but there's... There is so much luck in Risk, it's not even ridiculous. Oh, you mean like my 15 armies against your two? Oops, I lost them all. How about my seven armies against somebody's one, and I lost them all? Yep. One army! One freaking army, and all the time he's rolling sixes and fives. It was driving me crazy. Yep. Unfortunate. I'm thinking, like, if I had seven armies, like, seven groups of an army... Against a guy's, like, one group. You could have just surrounded him and just started walking forwards. Thermopylae? What? Agincourt. Now you're speaking gibberish. These are two battles that you should go look up. Oh, Thermopolis. The battle at Thermopylae. Well, Thermopylae, yeah. And Agincourt. Wasn't the battle of Thermopylae with 300 or no? Yes. Ha ha! Something in my brain clicked. All right. So, Battle of Thermopylae, the Spartans, the the three hundred of them versus the like thousands and thousands of other people. I don't remember who they were fighting against. I thought it was the Persians. It may have been the Persians. May have also have been the Carthaginians. I'm not sure. <laughs> no, that would be the wrong. Well, maybe. We need uh, to do is then, talk to Matt Castell. He would and then Agincourt, or if you prefer the uh, Americanized Agincourt was the British versus the French. Really, the English versus the French, but... It was the rise of the English longbowmen, that whole thing. Mm. The French we can also talk about the de destruction slaughtered. of the Spanish Armada. Uh, I mean, that was two big fleets fighting against each other. I'm that sorry, but they... That wasn't one side hopelessly outnumbered. That was... I thought the English was outnumbered like three to one. It... 
I don't remember which way it went. I do know that it was more a question of small maneuverable ships versus the huge galleons that couldn't do anything. Uh, what battle was that anyway? Uh, it was Defeat of, of uh, yeah, fifteen eighty-eight. I really should remember that date. Spanish Armada. Because I thought the English were outnumbered like three to one or something. Spanish Armada outnumbered. See what comes up. Oh, the English fleet outnumbered the Spanish with 200 ships to 130. Yeah, because it was smaller, faster ships versus the huge, ridiculous ships. Okay, never mind then. As you can tell, this is not a history podcast. No, not really. Which I need to start listening to some other podcasts. Finally, I'm catching up on the ones that I'm actually listening to. So what else do we got? Yeah, $30,000 for that Scrabble. We'll just go with that one. $30,000 for the board. I mean, it's a gorgeous board. Yeah. It really is a gorgeous board. But $30,000, what the fuck? (laughs) It's expensive. So last week, we talked about Verizon was closing their own little app store. Yes. We said, oh, well, I wonder what they're going to do. Well, (laughs) we have an answer for that a week later. Uh, Verizon will have their phones preloaded with the Amazon App Store. Oh. Now, this is not necessarily replacing Google Play. It could certainly be in addition to, but that's what you got. It's going to be the Amazon App Store. Do you not like the Amazon App Store, Andy? No, not really. There's good things on the Amazon App Store. Which I'm guessing most of you get through the Amazon free app of the day. I certainly did get it through the Amazon free app of the day. Why wouldn't you? Hey, you you've talked. We've talked to developers who have done stuff through Amazon, and they've talked about how Amazon doesn't give them any cut of anything during that. Yeah, it, it kind of screws the developers over a little bit. Yep. I wonder how much Verizon paid Amazon to. Uh, or would, the question is: Would Verizon pay Amazon to use the App Store, or would Amazon pay Verizon? Amazon to would be? pay Verizon, probably, because it's not Verizon using the App Store; it's Verizon putting the App Store on so that other people will use it. And Verizon again, will put their apps everywhere. Once again, huge companies spending lots of money. This is a recurring theme today. <laughs> what other companies are spending lots of money, Andy? Well, GTA Five, the second trailer, came out finally. Okay. So we got new news, you know, a year later from the previous news. Is it any good? It seems interesting. There are three protagonists this time. It's not just going to be one guy? Nope, there's going to be three. Three people? Yes. Or is it like you choose one of three and you play their story? I, I don't know. That, Since see, this has only been cool. the second trailer in like two years. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be cool, though? Like, you play one of three, and then how you play that can interact with the other stories, and then the order that you play them and the choices that you make when you play them can change the outcome of the other stories? Dude, that would See? be awesome. See? <laughs> it's like, who do you want to play first? Do you want to play the crazy guy? Do you want to play the retired guy? Or do you want to play I don't the, 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 black, the token black guy? The token I'm, black guy. <laughs> I'm sorry, but out of the three, there's a crazy guy. There's a, there's a, well, it looks like he's an East Coast mobster who went out to California to retire and now is back in the game. And then there's the token black guy. Oh, because, you, you know, as they say, Andy, I keep trying to get out and they keep pulling me back in. <laughs> I don't know, I'm just waiting for GTA 6 to take place in Detroit. Mm. <laughs> what, would, what would the game be? It would just be like one giant gunfight. 
Now you say that, but I have been down to Detroit many times. Heck, I was in the Detroit Marathon this and year. And never got shot. No. Not it's, even shot at. No. Yep. Detroit is rebuilding itself from the outside in. And, and now yep, on the when outside. They shot Robocop, they had to do it in Cleveland. Because it was too dangerous to do it in Detroit. Yeah, the show. Do you cops know what happens never... when they tried to shoot cops? Like the the show. I told tried... you what happened right. when they tried well, to shoot Andy, cops. Well, Andy, clearly you Detroit. forgot. <laughs> no, I didn't. I was actually just about to bring that up. Yeah, but I'm saying in the core of Detroit, downtown Detroit is fine. When you start getting to I the mean, outlying suburbs, when oh, the white flight happened during it's after fine. the riot within certain periods of the day like i wouldn't even want to walk next to the opera house at 2 a.m that would that's just asking for trouble downtown like i said downtown detroit itself is fine you start going to the places where literally the police the firemen and the i guess the the electricity has been cut off for most people that's not good no, that's the part of town that Detroit needs to shrink, is what it needs to do. It's a lot of space. We've, we've that, talked about this, Andy, and we've determined that it, it's bad policy to recommend purging. Sometimes you really just need to scrap it and start anew. <laughs> just light a fire. A really big fire. Just, no, no, that's Devil's just, Night. Just level the city. Yeah, you people know, in you know, Detroit you know about Devil's Night. Just drill a, a hole... From the Detroit River into the salt mine that is under Detroit. And then do what? Wait. Andy, what happens when you mix water with salt? You get salt water? You get salt water. What happens to the salt? Um, it dissolves in the water? Yes, it dissolves. What would happen? Oh! There you go. <laughs> Took me a second. The city would fall into the river. Hmm. Unfortunately, it's the good part of the city that would fall. Yeah. But yeah, you, you, you could just do that. So Dave, yes. here's a question for you. Okay, I thought you were going to say what I needed to do, and I was going to be like, no! Without looking it up, do you remember what day and what year World of Warcraft was released? <sighs> what year would have been 2005? So close. 2004. Yes. It's eight years this year. Yes. And it was November. Yes, November 23rd. Okay. So it's been about eight years for World of Warcraft. Yeah. Do you know Xbox Live is older than WoW? Yeah. Do you know that no one played it when it was on the Xbox? Yeah, nobody did. I think... Well, you had... The system was there. No one used Xbox Live until the 360 came out and made it worth it. I wouldn't... Um, okay, Halo people 2. did, but it, it wasn't big time. Halo 2, I think, was the first one that really... It was, it was a pilot program. It was like, hey, look at what we can do. It laid the foundations for Xbox Live on the 360. Yeah. And it was, it was incredibly important, and it altered how consoles were, were perceived by both the industry and the consumers. I mean, it was a radical change. It wasn't, hey, you're playing in your basement. It's, hey, you're playing with everyone online now. And there were other... There, you know, uh, uh, Dreamcast had some online stuff as well. Yeah, but it wasn't as good. No, I mean, PS2 had online PS2 stuff, had, and that you did. purchase the the network card, and it was just gross, and it was game dependent. This was we, the console manufacturer, are going to host the system, and it was brilliant. No one used it until the 360 came out. No, nope. I would say Halo 2 was the first one to really use it. Okay, which Halo 2 didn't release until 2004. Yep. So yes, Xbox Live turned 10, but nobody used it for the first two or three years. Yeah, because Halo 2, I think, was the killer app for Xbox Live. 
Yep. I was no longer having to play Halo with your friends on a split screen. Granted, that is still fun to do. Yee. But then you could actually go and play everybody else. As, as we've learned, everybody wants to play everybody else in a first-person shooter. Yep, until you get the, the gap between console and PC. Yeah. <laughs> in which case, it's just kind of funny. <laughs> as I'm sitting here at my PC command center, and, and just going like, yeah, yep, that would be fun. So looking back, we're just, WoW is eight years old. Yes. Xbox Live is ten. Well, I'm going to say eight years old. It's ten. Give them those, because those extra two years were development, were extra stuff. Okay, yes, Xbox Live is turning 10. I can't believe, it just see. it's, it's almost like I can't they, remember they, they, a time where I didn't have Xbox Live. Granted, I don't well, use Andy, Xbox Live ever. Andy, 10 years ago, you were 18? Well, yeah, our 10-year anniversary is coming up this year. Right, you were in high school. Yeah, I was just sitting around playing Counter-Strike on the PC. I would like a slash played of all of my characters in WoW. I want to know how much of my life I've sunk into that game. You should do that. Just sign in, get all your slash played, and then so leave again. There, there. I think I have characters that I've deleted. Oh. Also, I've, you... I've let my subscription lapse. Well, your characters should have been contained. The characters are, except the ones I may have deleted. Why did you delete a character? Because they were level one, just like, hold this banks. And then I got rid of them because I wanted to actually level something. There, there was no point of deleting them. Uh, there's a maximum number of character slots, Andy. Oh, you see, I never made enough characters yeah, you to never find that out. <laughs> I invest too much with my characters. I watch them grow. It makes me sad when I leave them. Well, did you participate anymore. in the free Guild Wars 2 weekend? Nope. I did. I don't know. Either I'm I'm burned out of MMOs, or there's just something missing from Guild Wars 2. It did not grip me in the same way that WoW did. Within the first hour of playing World of Warcraft in the closed beta, I, I, I shouldn't say closed, it was like a, a private beta. It was open, but you had to get a subscription to like GameStop or something, or you had to register for something. Not GameStop, GameSpot. Friggin' anagrams. Within the first hour, I was hooked. I couldn't wait to play that game. Guild Wars 2, I've put in like th- two and a half, maybe three hours. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. It's nice. It's certainly more modern. There's a lot of things to take. Uh, it, it's clear they've learned their lessons, but I don't know. I'm not going to buy it. Yeah, I think I'm just burned out on MMOs because I thought about, like I was pointing out, I've had Xbox Live. I think I'm five years, six years, something right around there. You're not using it. No. No. And most people who are using it are just using it to watch Netflix. It's like, what would we do? What would you and I do on Xbox Live? I mean, besides Assassin's Creed or Halo or any number of games. Yeah, I haven't touched the Assassin's Creed multiplayer yet. Um, Um, I suck at Halo. We all know that. Yeah, it's actually really funny. Um, (laughs) If they brought back 1 vs. 100, I mean, that was fun. That that was fun. That was I, I we we started setting up like uh, uh, appointments to do that. Yeah, like that became the thing for Friday nights. It was like okay, everyone meets up at Bry's. We get you and we get you on the on Xbox Live. We hang out. And we say all right, let's start answering questions. Now Xbox Live is Call of Duty and Netflix and Netflix. Oh, the Netflix. Okay. Anyway, that's enough um, reminiscing. What yeah. else do we have? Well, we should probably switch over to um, your random switch reviews. Gears. Okay. Yes. Random. Re- what am I reviewing? 
I wrote Uf- it down. Eufloria? Eufloria. 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 As in euphoric and flower and euphoria. And yeah. Euphoria. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe this game. It looks weird. Yeah. What was my last review? Fleet. I think, you know what? I know why it's so weird to talk about Euphoria, because we just talked about it last week. No, no, you talked about Fleet. No, last week, as part of the Humble Bundle. Oh. Are you remembering this now? No. No. <laughs> you see, you don't listen to the previous episodes. I just you don't, don't remember the, the previous episode. episode. <laughs> so this was that unit management, but not resource management? Yes. So you have planetoids, and you colonize them by spending your units and then doing so creates a tree which buds and then the buds turn into more units somebody compared it to risk hmm. mm-hmm. very much so um each planetoid has three attributes strength speed and energy which determines the size and shape of the units that are spawned from it gotcha and also the units abilities and it it's just visually gorgeous yeah it looks pretty it's very pretty the sound is is fantastic it's a fairly simple concept you can just kind of pick it up and go um and there's some some not a whole lot but some strategy involved you know, deciding which planetoids to defend, which planetoids to just let the enemy throw themselves at, which ones you want to build heavy unit production versus defensive things. Hmm. It's good. It's not great, but it's good. It's very relaxing. Well, how is the sound? It looks like it's got a... Uh, feels like it's one of those ambient playing games, almost like uh, Osmos. It is. It is very much kind of that ambiance of... Like, you, you just sit back and watch. You can't get involved in the battle. Like, there is no mechanic to get involved in the fights. It's completely automatic. Now, are you playing this on the PC, on the PS3? Well, you're not playing on the PS3, I know that. I originally had it on the PC, and now I have it on Android because I bought the Humble Bundle. Gotcha. So, it's it, it's good, though, as, as far as, like, this kind of alternative. It's very much in that same vein as Osmos or Flow, though. Okay. Gotcha. Short review. Well, how much is it normally? I do not know. I did not buy it normally. Yeah, I love how there's a section on the Euphoria website that says ambient gaming, which includes auditorium, flow, osmos. Yep. <laughs> oh, here we go. Download Purchase. Euphoria. On, oh, it's on Steam. For $15. Holy fuck. No, don't buy it for $15. It's a good game. It's not worth $15. One of the other places has it for 20 don't buy it for $15. What's it on Impulse? Impulse is 20 Don't buy it for that much. All right. How much would you suggest? Well, granted, right now, for the next three days, it's the Humble Bundle. Buy it in the Humble Bundle. Don't spend more than, like... And, and maybe in a Steam sale or something, if they put it on there for 5 to 10 I wouldn't... I'd have a hard time convincing myself to drop $10 on this. Okay. It's fun, but uh, that's that's a lot. All right. Random topic? Yes. Um, why glasses? Yes. Why not uh, lipstick? Well, yeah. For me, it's why the glasses and not LASIK or contacts. Dave, what would you do if you needed glasses? I'm not sure how I like these split random topics. We got like, we to gotta put our foot down somewhere, don't we? Well, you can't ask I mean, you right about now, glasses because... Well, but right now they're they're still related. But I mean, you know, what's what's the stuff? So I'm like, Andy, what's your favorite? Da, da, da. Dave, what do you think about da 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 da? 
It's like, Andy, what's your favorite flavor of orange? Dave, how do you like shoes? Right. I mean, where's the line? Well, that's... <laughs> that's clearly over the line. <laughs> yes. I'll know it when I see it. We'll just put it that way. Okay. So we got, it. We, we got that. If somebody sends me a random topic like that, I will most likely send it back to them going, ah, uh, no. Okay. So, Andy. Yes. Why glasses and not LASIK? Well, I thought LASIK, first off, only has a certain lifespan. Uh, like, I thought your eyes will... In your life that you can get it. I don't, I don't think it expires. Well, but after you get it, does it become less effective? The longer you wait, the less effective it'll be. Yeah. I, still, it's lasers in my eyes. That's... <laughs> if something goes wrong... That's not good. I mean, no less than than um, needles and and knives near your heart. Because as people age, their vision deteriorates just naturally. So if you get your eyes corrected early, they're going to deteriorate again. And then, are you able but to get LASIKs twice? You, I don't know. I Have don't you know either. Into LASIK, or are no. you just on like urban legends and myths? I I have not looked into LASIK because. Grant, I've had I've been wearing glasses since the second grade. Yes. I've just been so used to them. It's just been a part of your life. Yeah. And the glasses I have now, it's I've had these frames for these the glasses that I'm wearing longer than I've known Kate. I have found a pair of glasses frames that I love. I will be completely torn apart if something happens to these frames. I will be devastated because these things are so lightweight, so flexible. It's I it's like one of those things where it's like I found the perfect pair of glasses and note to self, steal Andy's glasses. I mean um <laughs> Kate knows when I've got ang- when I'm pissed. There was one time in high school where Chris Gula stole the faceplate of my car stereo. Mm-hmm. I had murder in my eyes, and she knew it. And she'll tell you that. Not good. So you steal my glasses. I will... S- oh, not good. <laughs> this is when we get the episode that is nothing but Andy going, Dave is terrible, Dave is terrible. Dave no, is no. Terrible. There's things where... I'll kill you, and then I'll go to work on you. In okay, the words so Andy of... just threatened me on the podcast. <laughs> you said you were going to steal my glasses. Andy! <laughs> Does not okay. give you the right to threaten me. <laughs> so, the, the other follow-up is context. I could take legal action on that. <laughs> so, the other half of the question is con- for me is context. Yes. Which... I was always having a problem, like, you know, poking the contact into my eyes. And then with the contacts, you have to, you know, put the contact in, take them out. You have to replace the cleaning solution. You have to replace the contact lenses after a while. Yes. It just seemed like it was more work than it was Too worth. Too much of a hassle. Yep. I used to wear the contacts with my Waldo outfit. And then, you know, I bought a pair of glasses. That looked like Waldo. Yeah. Yeah. In my prescription. So that that explains to you. I, yes, I did the contacts and I did glasses, no lenses. But then after a while, it's like, why don't I just get glasses in those frames? And I did. So yeah, contacts, they just seem like too much of a hassle. Granted, if people have been used to it, then I could see them switching. But I was just so used to the glasses and I found glasses that don't bug me at all that it's just been this 
for a long time, and I plan to keep it that way as long as possible. Okay. So, Dave. Yeah. What would you do if you needed glasses? Well, go so with here's glasses? the fun thing. I've gone through periods of my life where the optometrist has said, yes, you need glasses, here's your prescription, and other times where it's, no, your eyes are fine. Uh, I actually wore glasses for a little bit. You knew me when I did. It was high school. It was the senior year of high school. You, you don't remember it, do you? No. Yeah, I no, had I glasses. Huh. Was senior. No, it was in college. Maybe, I'm sorry. It was, it was after high school. It was in college. I had glasses. But now you don't. Now I don't. I never really needed, needed the glasses. They were helpful, but they weren't, like, necessary. So they were, like, reading glasses, or? I mean, more for distance, actually. Hmm. All right. Well, let's just say in the future you permanently need corrective. Well, I, I think something. I've answered that already, actually. <laughs> would you go for LASIK? Would you go for yes. contacts? No, I'd, I'd, I'd absolutely go for LASIK. That would be nice, you know, waking up in the morning and opening your eyes and having everything in focus. Oh, Andy. Andy, Andy. It's never in focus when you wake up. <laughs> generally does involve some rubbing and, and blinking, and then everything's in focus. Your brain needs to boot up in the morning. Contacts, no contacts, glasses, no glasses, that doesn't change. But then, you know, being able to see things while you're in the shower. Yes, see things clearly, in fact. Yes. Yep, I can do that. I can't. That was the other problem, was when I was uh, swimming on the swim team. I didn't have prescription uh, swim goggles. <laughs> Makes things a little harder. Yeah. That's especially when I was doing the, the distance freestyle, because they had little signs they would stick under the water to tell you what lap you're on, so you don't like, forget. I don't know. <laughs> so I, I basically, after a while, just told the guys at the end, I'm like, look, I can't see shit when I'm under the water, because I don't have my glasses on. So what I want you to do is there's like an orange square that, that you can flip it around. Because this is, they do this stuff for actually mile swimming as well. So they go all the way up to, I think, like 72 or something like that. Okay. Which everybody always jokingly left it on 69. And they would do it. And they, <laughs> they yeah, they thought it was funny. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I see a black blob. I don't know what they're doing. So I'd always tell them, like, okay, after the 10 laps, put the orange square in. And then after 18, put the orange square in again. So I know I have three laps left and that's it. Cool. That was a lot better than trying to read the numbers under the water. That did not work. Yeah. Clever. Oh, swimming. God, I haven't gone swimming in a... Well, I went swimming when we were up at the cottage. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking next year. Well, you, you might probably have to get a weekend off for this, but having a, more people up at our cottage, cottages mm -hmm. for a weekend. When? Probably sometime in August next year. Sounds good to me. All right. I'm thinking... Brian, Beth, you and Laura, me and Kate, Brendan and Julie. That's Sounds good to me. How many people can you fit? Well, it depends on if we have both cottages or just one. Okay. So. Yeah, let me know. Preferably sometime in advance, because my classes get scheduled about three or four months in advance. Okay. Well, it's also a cottage, and we run it out, so we try and get everything scheduled. Good, good, good. Yeah, let me know. All right, well, well that was a, <laughs> that's an interesting end to the episode. But that was a left-field turn. Whee! I think that's the end of the episode. So thank you, everyone, for staying and listening to Andy talk about his cottage. And how I'm blind. Bye. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. 
Thank you for listening. 